Welcome to National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is absolutely out of the question. Yeah, I changed it up. Sue me. Because for the month of November, I am trying to do 30 episodes in 30 days, and dear God, am I behind. But, you know, life. And today, I'm talking about something else that I've actually gotten to be a part of. And yeah, I'm going to kind of be shilling for another podcast, but... I mean, if you listen to me for any amount of time, this is kind of what I do. So, I recently, I say recently only because the episode just dropped this weekend, but I have gotten to be a part of the podcast 2000 DC, actually since its first season. I had several roles last year for their first season, and I remember at the end of the season, the creator Alex saying that it was going to be a pretty long wait because the process of creating an audio drama, especially when you're talking about comedy and writing comedy and making a sitcom. And there are a ton of audio dramas out there with a ton of production, things like this. But you're thinking about a sitcom and you have to also deal with comedic timing and laugh tracks and all of that stuff. And I've talked about this show several times before I featured it when it first came out, primarily because I had a part. I had a very small part way back in, I don't even remember what episode, I think it was like maybe the fourth or fifth episode, I played a waiter. Like a waiter with an obnoxiously bad French accent. Like, would you like a wafer of thin mint? Like, I'm trying to do the worst version of, what's the name of the uh, Lumiere? I'm trying to do the worst version of Lumiere I could possibly think of. The worst French accent cheesy waiter type you could ever play. And I had like three lines. But I got to do some shit. And I I was so excited to get to be on something else. And to get to do do acting. Because I'm going to say it right now. I can't act on a camera to save my life. I'm just going to say it. I've tried to help my wife with some projects for school where she had to make videos. And it's like, don't ask me to act on camera. I can't. Um, But... <laughs> I can sit here and talk and I can express my voice and I can act and I can read and, and, and voice acting is more natural to me. And it's why I've, I've to a, I unfortunately not to the, the gusto that I would like, but I've pursued voice acting more than ever trying to be on a camera. Actually, I don't like being, I don't take selfies. I don't want to be on camera. <laughs> so I, I, I relish in the fact that I have been offered several parts and I've played several different roles on this show. I got to play a redneck guy that was missing his turkey and, and just and, and things like that. And and I also got to play a male stripper, which for the life of me right now, I'm not going to try and do. For all intents and purposes, I just gate up my voice a bit. And not that I haven't demonstrated that. <laughs> because come on, realistically, come on, everybody... It, it, your your vision, you think male stripper, you're thinking gay. It's just saying. So I, I I kind of I turned up the the flame a little bit to play a male stripper, which if you've ever seen me, that is probably the worst thing you could ever picture me as. But you know, I'm sorry to you know implant that in your mind's eye. But those were all kind of smaller parts. It was all, you know, background thing, you know, the waiter, the guy on the radio, a guy, uh, the the male stripper guy that shows up at the end of the episode and I had like three lines and it was like, Hey, 
it was more of a, a fix. It was a twist, not a twist ending, but anyway, it was just kind of something at the very end of the episode. And, <laughs> but it was fun. And I got to do all these different voices. And that's, that's what I really love doing. It. And it's funny because when I think of what I would like to pursue professionally as a voice actor, that's not it. When people talk about wanting to get into voice acting, most people, when they think voice acting, they think of cartoons. And that is where everybody goes to first is they want to be, you know, they want to make Bugs Bunny. They want to go and be on cartoons or be in video games and stuff like that. They don't think about, I want to be the voice on the phone. I want to be the voice on that, that video explaining how to do whatever the thing, be the announcer voice. Um, because that's not the sexy job. That's not the bright lights and fancy. You learn their names job. Um, you know, you know who Mel Blank is, you know, uh, Tex Avery, you know, you might know, um, <laughs> cause I'm blanking names now. I'm sitting here like, Oh, you know, these famous, you know, Char- you might know Charlie Adler. You, you probably know Chris Cavanaugh oh, or EG Daly or Tara Strong. It's a lot more famous or, uh, and like, you might know them because these are Big name voice actors who basically have built bajillion dollar careers in cartoons, very big cartoons. If you don't know them by name, E.G. Daly was the voice of Tommy Pickles in Rugrats. She was also in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. She she's done. I think she's. I I, I get. I'm if not that they'll ever hear this, but I I tend to get E.G. Daly and Tara Strong's roles mixed up. One, they're both similarly aged uh, uh, blondes who both tend to play boys. They both tend to get roles of like 10-year-old boys. Granted, okay, Tommy Pickles was a year, but still, they both, they have a range where they get cast a lot to play younger children. Anyway, so it's like, um, like uh, Chris Cavanaugh was... The voice of Chucky on Rugrats. She was also Babe the Pig. She was also Oblina on All Real Monsters. She did a lot of Nickelodeon work. Um, but anyway, these these people, like you may actually hear their name and recognize them. Oh, yeah, they're the voice of this person. They're the voice of that person. Hank Azaria is like half the voices on The Simpsons. You know, stuff like that. Those guys. Um, but... Those are the, that's what most people, when they want to get into, they think about wanting, oh, I want to be a voice actor. Most people don't think about, you know, when you call information, somebody had to record that. When you call and you get a voicemail for your doctor's office, somebody had to record that and be that voice. When you watch a video, a YouTube video that's like how to do the thing, that's somebody had to record that. Somebody had that job. And so it's one of those things that I actually, my, my reading, my writing, my, my, my voice style. And I think what I've, I've done a lot of practice type scripts where I, I don't do like TV promotional, like, oh, I can't read a commercial for shit. I'm going to say it right now. I could not sell you shit if I was trying I've always said this before. I could sell you on anything if I actually use it. I'm that guy. I'm the radio guy who's like, like, oh, call Dave's Plumbing. Why? Because, you know what? 
Dave personally came out to my house and he took care of me. And I had a problem where my kid flushed the toilet paper uh, hole roll down the toilet. It got stuck. Toilet wouldn't flush. I didn't know what to do. I can sit there and sell you on that personally. And it's funny because honestly, that's what they want. That's what voiceover the, the industry wants is that natural thing. And honestly, I probably, if I were like that, I could probably do that. Um, but anyway, I, I have a harder time doing the commercial stuff. I guess my brain just goes into announcer mode and I can't, but I can sit there and read technical script and I can sit there and read instructions like, and, and, and things like that. I think my voice just lends itself to that. But I also do voices, as you already heard. And if you've heard, there was an episode I did, God, it was probably a year ago. It was probably around the time where I was talking about 2000 DC for the first time, talking about doing voices where I just decided, I just went click and snapped and my voice, my just kept going into voices and the voices took over for like half of the episode. And I had no, con- literally, this is like one of those, you know, if you could say I had more t- multiple personalities, this would be, this would have been it. This was the one where the voices took over and I just kept switching back and forth and didn't have like, really, sometimes I have no control of what the voices do in my head, but that's what they did. And they went all crazy in that episode. But anyway, all of that saying this week, the most recent episode of 2000 DC, I got to have a big part in the past. It was, like I said, it was a waiter. It was a guy on the radio, stuff like that. Some little bits here and there fun to do because I got to do these crazy voices, whether or not he necessarily wanted me to do a crazy voice. I got to pick and, and come up with these interesting voices for these characters and have fun with them. And he's always let me have fun with them. And that's what I've, I've really enjoyed working on the show. But for this one, if, if this were a TV sitcom in the opening credits, it would say, and guest starring Adam Higgins as the dojo master, because for this episode, which is episode six, the mugging, which, uh, bingo link in the show notes. Um, it's <laughs> bolded even, <laughs> but, um, uh, I got to play basically a full guest role throughout the episode. I get to play not to spoil it too much, but the premise of this episode is the, the main guys get jumped. They go to, their friends, uh, like self-defense, their martial arts class. It's a, I guess it's a Krav Maga lo- uh, dojo, uh, for self-defense and all this stuff because they're kind of wimpy. <laughs> Sorry guys. Uh, but <laughs> the characters kind of wimps. And so they go into this self-defense class and I get to play the dojo master and I get to play the dojo master and I get to talk like this and tell them that they're being weak and girly and things like that. And believe it or not, I can actually talk like this all the time if I really wanted to. <laughs> it's actually generally a pretty good reference to my singing voice. But <laughs> if you've heard me sing before, and a very few people have heard it, I actually have a, a singing range and the grunginess. It's just a range I have. I can sing clean. I can talk clean too. But... Like the fact that I can sing disturbed without destroying my voice, that's because, well, I've, I've also trained myself to do that at this point. Anyway, but that's what I got to play. I got to play the dojo master 
and I got to be in the whole episode, and it got to be a major thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The more I talk about it, every time I say Jojo Master, it just turns on. I don't know, man. Sometimes the voices take over. Like I said, I can't control it sometimes. The, the, the voices just come to me. <laughs> no, that wasn't creepy at all, but it's fun. And I got to have so much more fun with this because I got so much more material to work with. And I get to just be, and again, it's you know the whole acting and you get to do multiple takes and, and all these sort of things. So I get to, I got to have so much fun with this. And I've, I've, I enjoy doing this so much. It's so much fun. One, just getting to play these silly parts and getting to do these crazy voices and my wife not glaring at me for doing weird voices because anytime my voice, my head switches and I turn on an accent, she gets really pissed off. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose, but sometimes a voice just pops in and switches and then I, I'm like, I have to consciously turn them off around my wife because she gets really annoyed by it. But when I'm doing these, when I'm, I, I, you know, wrap myself in my little blanket booth and I'm recording voices for primarily for 2000 DC because there was, there was some other stuff that I was part of and, you know, I'm not even going to say no hard feelings. I got pissed. I recorded an entire episode for another podcast main role. I was the lead in this episode and he didn't use it. I went through, like probably sat there for uh, two hours recording multiple takes of this entire episode. And it was long. I got to play this big part. And at the end, he didn't use it. And he ended up re-recording it or having somebody else do it. And they're like, well, motherfucker, you know, I put a lot of work into that. If you, and don't, and he sat there telling me, it was like, oh man, that's great. It sounds great. Um, he's like, oh, it'll come out here. I'm like, all right. And I had subscribed to the show and I listened to the show and he didn't fucking use my shit. And I was like, motherfucker, that is not my voice. That is not even my voice with like modifications to it. That is not what I gave you. You could have at least said, hey, I'm not going to use it. So I was a little pissed. But whenever Alex from 2000 DC has said, hey, do you want to play this part? I jump on it because every time he's given me something fun to work with. And honestly, he appreciates the fact that I'm there and I I love doing this show. I, I really do love this show. It's really funny. And Maybe it's because I like those old sitcoms and it reminds me of the late 80s sitcoms, the really cheesy, you know, buddy. I, I, I get a, I, I've said before, I have very much a perfect strangers vibe off this show. And so I, I, I really like this show and I love being getting to be part of it because I just love doing this. I love doing the silly voices and getting to play these parts and I never know what he's going to give me next. Like I said, I've, I've gone through it. Like, when he said, hey, you think you could play a male stripper? I was like, shit, <laughs> no clue, but I'm going to try it, damn it. Because why not? Every Everything he gives me is something different. And every role I get to play is a, a, a chance to stretch my my experiences and say, hey, I got to play this and I got to play this and I got to play this and I got to play this homicidal, you know, sort of <laughs> Dave Mustaine, Randy Savage sounding uh, <laughs> martial arts instructor. 
if you hadn't figured out if you like that that's where my my I've, i felt very like macho man randy savage it's like oh this guy's like a a you know badass tough guy martial arts instructor and it's like oh yeah it's like because i don't care who you are macho man randy savage just has that i'm a tough guy sounding voice and so that, that's what i went with but it's, it's just so fun and i love doing it and i i I want to get more into voice acting. I need to do coaching and training and all of this stuff. And the reason why I haven't is, is both professional and personal at the same time. And I'm not getting into that today. And, and the, the, on the professional side, it's a matter of my voice acting and voice training and all of that voiceover work career expansion is all based on how much money am I making from my podcast editing business. and when that money dried up for most of the year, I didn't have the money to pay for voiceover training. That's it. So, <laughs> and the other personal stuff, a lot of you may know because we have friends in common. Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm going to stop because I, I realize I've gone on way longer than I planned to. And I still have another show to do for today. I will be dropping some news later this afternoon. But in the meantime... <laughs> Oh, what am I going to say? How am I going to close it today? I don't know. Let the Dojo Master close the show because you've been listening to the Odd Dad Out. You can follow at Odd Dad Out on all the places and at odddadoutpodcast.com. And until next time, weaklings, get out of my dojo.